Hello everyone, my name is Brian, Brian Dash, and today I'm going to tell you the story that is sure to shake you to your core. It's called The Death of Crow. Now if you don't know who Crow is, he is Crystal's adopted father. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Crystal and Fox were sitting down, enjoying a nice meal. That's when Falco rushed in and said, Guys, guys, you gotta hurry. Something bad, something bad's about to happen. If it's not life-threatening, then we don't have to worry about it. Fox. Crystal. <coughs> Come with me. So they followed Falco. In here. That's my dad's room. Crystal said. Falco looked at her and said, It's life-threatening. And it's your father. <coughs> Peggy says there's not much time. Crystal said, What? And she ran inside. <laughs> Slippy was looking over Crow's body. As he wheezed and then began to cough up blood. <coughs> easy, sir, easy, said Slippy. Dad, what's wrong? Crystal, oh my, my dear girl. I'm dying, Crystal. I'm dying. But it's alright. It's okay. This happens to everyone, Crystal. There's always a time when someone ends up dying. No, Dad. No, not for you. Not for you, Dad. You'll never die. You can never die. Crystal. Listen to me. Everyone dies. Even me. One day you will understand this. For one day you will die. Now I hope for you that's not many, 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 many years. But. You have given me so much. What, Dad? What have I gave you? You brought a grandson into the world. I have a grandson. You gave birth to Marcus. He is a spin image of you and your, and your husband, Fox McCloud. Crystal. You fulfilled my one wish that I prayed for every day after you left the planet Soria. I prayed that you'd find a good man that loves you, that you'd have a grandchild. My grandchild, that is, at least. And that you grow old and have many children and many offspring and their children 
and that she would be a great, 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 great grandma one day, if not, uh, maybe, maybe not that long, but a great, at least great, great grandma, too great to least. But Crystal, you gotta listen to me. I knew this time was coming for me. I'm old, Crystal. I know I don't look it, but I'm gonna feel it in my bones. I feel thin, stretched like butter, scraped across too much bread. I know my time's coming, Crystal. No matter what, I mean, look at me. I know I just got done saying I don't look it, but I do. My hair is gray, Crystal. Much grayer than the time I met you. I can't walk on my own anymore, Crystal. I'm in a walking enhancer. Crystal, I'm so weak now, I can't even get up to I can't even get out of bed. I can't even sit up, Crystal. I'm getting to the point where life will be miserable. I just keep on living on like this, Crystal. But Dad, I can't lose you. I love you. Crystal, I love you too. Then why are you forcing me to leave? Crystal. Come Daddy. Let me tell you a story. One last time. One last time. So, with that, Crystal climbed in bed with her father and wrapped him in a hug, laying her head on his arms. Crow wrapped his arms around Crystal and held her close in a fatherly way and said, All right, let's see. Oh. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a man. And he was living a good life for a very long time. He had a mother and a father that loved him dearly and they lived a good life until his final year of high school. His two parents died in a car crash, forcing him to live on his own. Things got so bad that he thought it'd be better if he just ended it with a nine-foot rope and a chandelier. But then, he, something caught his eye. He saw a box on the side of the road. And he looked in and found a girl from a TV show named The Screwball. He took the girl home and raised her as his own. One day, the characters on the TV show had to take her back, and he didn't stop them. He said this to his daughter, who begged to stay. <clears throat> this is a quote from his own lips. She asked him, 
do I have to go, Daddy? He said, it's your actual home. You don't belong here. And his daughter said, but I belong here with you. And he replied with, you have no friends or anyone else to relate to apart from me. I was only taking care of you. Now listen to this part very closely. He said, I was only taking care of you until this time would come. But I never thought it would be this painful. <clears throat> this is the time for me, Dashie. <clears throat> Crystal. This is the time for me to say the same thing he did. Crystal. I love you with all my heart. All these years we spent together talking, playing, even seeing you fly. All that has been so special to me. I just want you to know that I will forever love you. If there's ever a problem and you need me, I'll be in your heart. But now it's time for me to leave this place this world and go to another dimension a place that you will not find me until you pass but I want you to live a happy long life <clears throat> listen to this crystal I want you to make me a promise promise me that you will die a extremely old woman warm and cozy and asleep in her bed. Promise me that. But, Dad, promise me now. I promise, Dad. And with that, Crow closed his eyes and took one last breath for the last time. Crystal absolutely screamed in heartbreak and pain. She cried and cried and cried some more. She thought she saw the ghost of her father a few times. Even if she did, she wasn't scared. She was happy. And then one day she saw the ghost inside her room, hugging her. She tried to hug back, but she couldn't hold him the way she used to. She said in his ear, I wish, 
I wish you were here with me, Daddy. And he heard his voice say, I'll always be in your heart, Crystal. And that was the end. Until she woke up. She woke up, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and looked around. She ran to an empty or it used to be until Crow joined the team. Crow's room. Crow was there, sound asleep, alive in his bed. She crawled in the bed with him and held him close, like a daughter would her father. Crow woke up, Crystal. What are you doing? Dad, I was so worried about you. Can I spend the night? Crystal, you're a little too old to be sleeping with your older with your old man. Please, Dad. Alright. Alright. Alrighty. And he scooted over and allowed Crystal to lay next to him. Good night, daughter. Good night, Dad. She kissed him on the forehead and wrapped her tail around him, along with her arms and legs, as if she was worried that if she let go, he would disappear. Crystal had nothing to worry about. Crow's death was just a nightmare. That's all it was. A nightmare. And that's the real end to the story. Thank you everyone for watching. Um, I hope it wasn't too sad for you. If you liked this video, please punch the like button in the face like your boss. Oh, hey. Oh, sure, hey, John. As it was half as around. Sorry if this is a little quiet video. It's almost 1 a.m. Two minutes away from being 1 a.m. Thank you so much for watching. I love doing this for you. And if you guys want to see what I'm dressed as at Chuck E. Cheese, I'll send you the picture. I love you all, and I'll see you later. Bye. And Luna, I miss your comments. Please comment soon. With the name of your podcast because I really want to see it. And of course, shout out to Wolf Brothers Landon for his wonderful comments and his video. He said a load of nice things about me. And sometimes we play together. Like, such as, you know, like Minecraft and all that. There's actually been times where we play together, um, like... He was a Jedi, I was a clone. He was a king, I was his knight slash wizard. Actually, we had a pretty uh, pretty decent sized kingdom and there's only four of us, plus a few animals. But like, I was loyal to him. His sheriff was named, they don't listen to me anyway. I'm gonna say it, her name was Tricity. And Tristy was like 95% loyal to him. I was 100% loyal. 
Um, this is around the time I told him the story of the Sark, which is on my, which just type in Midnight Madness or Brian Dash Sark and should bring it up. And he, his, uh, he had another friend. We called her, um, KK, short for Kaylana. Tristy's sister, who literally only, she's kind of like an anti-hero in a sense, or a villain, it doesn't really matter. She would only follow Landon's orders, or what he asked of her, if it benefited her, or if she wanted it to happen. If it wasn't her way, then it was the highway. So eventually me and Landon eventually got sick of hearing her trash and told her, you know, if you're going to be like this and keep bossing us around and not take turns with this, because I also made the weapons, I said, give me the weapons I made and get. So she said, no, I'm not giving you back the weapons. I said... You have to, then mine. She's like, nope. I said, alright, then go. So she left. She came back the next day asking for things she gave me. Things that were literally gifts. Things that we, she gave for presents, for birthday. Wish she had a right to ask for those back. But not only that, things that we... I paid for and traded with her. She asked for all that back. And when I said, no, I'm not trading. I'm not giving you what we we traded for. We both agreed on it. Because she was going to give it back to me. She already said she wasn't. So she said, fine, then I'll just go there and take it. So I gave the stuff that she traded me to land. And, and uh... Landon held it for me for a few days, and then when Kinlon and Tristy went to, I can't remember if it was freeway or what, but they went to some other Baptist or something like that. Maybe it's quite Catholic, I'm not sure. I'm Baptist. But nonetheless, um, after that, Landon's like, here's your stuff back, so he gave me the stuff we traded for, and I hate it for for a good while. Anyway, that's in the story of some obnoxious childhood drama. So that's all I'm gonna tell you about. I will say this though, um when Landon did end up leaving to move to Clever, he doesn't live in Clever anymore. But he used to live in Clever. I hope he moves either, he either moves back to Clever, or he moves back to Missouri close by. I mean, Springfield. Because I want to take him to Comic-Con one day, or Anthrocon. Comic-Con, Anthrocon, uh, Vidcon, Furrycon, stuff like that. I think that'd be cool. I'm going to save my sick days at Chuck E. Cheese and vacation days because I really do want to go 
for at least a week long stay at Anthrocon. Because, like, I know at Anthrocon there's this thing they call the bridge. And they call it a bridge because the convention center is right next to a hotel. And they actually are conjoined. And the only thing that's separating the hotel and the convention center is this big hallway from what I heard. And so they call it the bridge and you're actually allowed to stay on the bridge or in the hotel room. That's either within the bridge or on the bridge for it to be 21 years or older or older because they have, a, they have a casino and bar there too. Which is probably why. But I don't want to go there because of that. I just hear the bridge is awesome. You give me a lot of um, anthropomorphic fans of every kind. And there's also, I think, more than one genre. When I say genre, I just mean genre of um, the fandoms going on. So, like, there's furries, there's bronies, there's, like, these western fans, Superman fans, stuff like that. I want to get my picture taken on a Superman fan. That would be awesome. Like, if we can find just, like, a guy who looks just like Christopher Reeves and get a picture taken with him, that would be awesome. And so many more. Let's just face it. If they look cool or cute, I'm taking a picture with them. As long as it's not, like, super, super wrong. Anyway, guys, that's all I want to say. Thank you for watching this video. If you liked this video, please punch the like button in the face like your boss. There's always high vibes around. And of course, if you like this video, please remember to leave a like, subscribe, and thumbs up. And for you that do not know, I'm a furry. Technically, the only thing that really makes me a furry is just if you're a fan of anthropomorphic animals. And I am a fan of animals that have their own personality and human characteristics. In fact, a lot of my favorite cartoons and movies in general are anthropomorphic. So, it's like, yeah. So, yeah, um, I do enjoy those. And that's all I want to say. Thank you for watching this video. And I'll see you all later. Goodbye. And, of course, look into the shadows because this one's a strange one. And if you want more videos by me, do not worry, because I'm a workaholic with a fiction addiction. Thank you, everyone, and good night.